Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 21, I believe, Barnes University Radio. And this interesting concept just really, you know, crept into my mind watching this um, Kansas City-Denver game, watching Royce Freeman, actually. And this episode is really about explaining the differences in my ideology when I'm uh, evaluating players. And it really just comes down to separating what is roster engineering and what is just simple player evaluation. Because I think about Royce Freeman, a player that I watched his tape a lot, was actually fascinated by because he played the running back position very naturally. Um, You know, he's not the fastest. He doesn't have the best elusiveness, but the guy just is a brute. And then, you know, I look at some of the mock drafts and disclaimer, my mock drafts are detailed toward what I believe Um, the Tennessee Titans need that year to take it to the next level. And I think about it, and he was very close to me, regardless of the Tennessee Titans needs. He was that good in the back of my mind to still have him one of my mock draft players. But instead, I took Rock Thomas, who is with the Vikings in either a reserve role in some capacity, either injured or a reserve role with the uh, Vikings right now, whether that be practice squad or, you know, down the line at his position. So I look at that. And I'm like, when I, when I'm telling people via the world, via Twitter, whatever you want to know, whatever you want to call it, I have to be very careful of that because I don't want to make it seem like just because I mock drafted rock Thomas doesn't mean, or doesn't mean, or make it seem like Royce Freeman is not the better back because at the end of the day, Royce Freeman is a better running back than rock Thomas. And that's not to denote Rock Thomas's ability. He's a home run hitter. He's a he's faster than Freeman. Um, but like this is where it gets down to roster dynamics, roster engineering, right? Because with the Titans per se, they have Derrick Henry. I think at the time they had signed Deion Lewis and David Fluellen. So at that standpoint, Rock Thomas would have been a better fit with the Titans than a Royce Freeman, because obviously. Quote, uh, Derrick Henry, quote unquote, is a physical back. David Fluellen, quote unquote, is a physical back. So drafting a third physical back, just as far as roster engineering, didn't make sense. Drafting a home run hitter to kind of be like a complementary back to that, that to, to that backfield outside of Deion Lewis would have been Rock Thomas. So I was just thinking about the concept of roster engineering and, you know, just simple player evaluation. Um, another concept that I thought about and just with perfect timing is with the course, Corey Davis conversation that is very much well documented, um, on my Twitter of me not necessarily agreeing with taking him at number five. I don't want that to be seen as me saying that Corey Davis wouldn't pan out or wouldn't be a great player. So that's where that really, that really made me think about that. I don't want people to think that I think that this guy isn't going to be good. My whole thing was the the things surrounding Corey Davis, um, his draft status as far as his injury pre-draft, as well as me, you know, doing my due diligence and looking at that whole wide receiver class and seeing a guy in Kenny Galladay that was, I won't say a clone of Davis, but was very similar, um, that was balling. 
And I really enjoy watching his tape, and, and I saw his skill set as something that the Titans could use. So when I'm doing my due diligence and looking at the whole wide receiver class, I'm like, there's a guy that you could get in the fourth round, fifth round, third if you wanted to take him there. You could get him and have the same production to, to some degree at a later round by drafting somebody else. So, you know, the Titans drafted – Obviously, Corey Davis and Adore Jackson in that first round. And, I, and it's well-known, well-documented that I would have taken Christian McCaffrey. Um, what do you do there with that pick? You know, roster engineering-wise, you look at that player and you say that this guy provides that elusive back that can, that can take it the, the, the distance from anywhere on the field. Then you have a receiving back. Then you could possibly also have a slot receiver. And then you have a punt returner and kick returner. So that denotes or um, make you have leeway to not have to draft a dual threat cornerback in a Dory Jackson that is a corner and also a returner. It allows you to draft a player that I would have drafted, Tredavis White, which is just a pure corner. And then later on, you draft Kenny Galladay. So you get the same results. And I don't, you know, every my ideology is when you're trying to draft um, every year, in your player acquisition process, whether it's drafting or whether it's free agents, you dra- every year you're trying to win a championship that year. To me, every year you're trying to win a championship that year. Yes, some players you, you kind of stash and kind of you know think about the long game, but every year you're trying to win a championship. So you can't tell me that Christian McCaffrey in 2017, Tredavis White, and Kenny Galladay, when you look statistically – you know, after that big game Corey Davis had, and this is not to debunk what he's done, he's going to be a great player, that you could have won more games in 2017 with those players. Um, so that, that's why, and like I said, I'm, I, this is who they chose. I think that's their ideology. Those players are great, not to denote them or nothing like that. It's just really a realization and telling people that when I make these or say these statements, don't take it the opposite way. It's just how I would build the team. I think we would have won more games with those players last year. Therefore, you know, winning the division, getting a home playoff game, possibly having a first round bye, those type of things are important to me because it makes you getting to the Super Bowl easier or it, it, it makes the process shorter and it makes, a, makes what you put in for 16 weeks mean more, gets you closer to that title game, gets you closer to that Lombardi gets it closer to bringing it back to Nashville. So forgive me for thinking that way, but I just I just thought about that. Like, you know, for instance, you know, uh, a lot of people want to say um, the Kevin Dodd pick. When I say that, I would have picked uh, Miles Jack. And a lot of people like to use that whole saying that hindsight is twenty twenty, which is actually um, a saying that I hate when when people try to use when I do this drafting type of thing because I it's not something that I like I, I do I don't use that hindsight 2020 thing because if I if you watch tape you could have saw that Kevin Dodd wasn't prepared for the NFL um, in my opinion so Miles Jack would have been my selection um, you look at the situation you look at the situation Miles I mean Kevin Dodd you look at his team. Clemson was a great defensive team. He was put in, surrounded by great players. You look at who he was going up against. The guy was going up against future doctors and lawyers and PE teachers. 
And then you look at them from a psychologist, psychology standpoint, um, just the way that this body look, you go to an interview and you see that, you know, you just see this comes from emotional IQ and just maybe a little bit of psychology in it. That is, you know, somewhat of an advantage when you're um, when you're scouting, if you have that ability and just seeing that this guy, maybe football isn't the most important thing to him. And these are like franchise changing plays. And I know that at this point in time, in this juncture, we're at a time where we're at a high. But these are championship type of moves. And, you know, we build memories this way. I have tons of great Titans memories. But at the end of the day, banners last forever. Um, championships is why we do it. And uh, Miles Jack, you know, is, is an extremely good player. But like I said, I just wanted to come come to you guys a minute left, try to keep it simple, just to let you guys know that I think Corey Davis will be good. Um, my rankings, to be honest, and you won't believe it unless you believe that my quick scouting method, the t- players that I write, ba- write out and give them grades A through F, that I had Cooper Cup as my number one wide receiver while evaluating. He was the only receiver from that draft class to get an A from me. Then I had Kenny Galladay. Then I had Corey Davis. And statistically, that has been correct, I think. And, and it's really saying I think it's being modest. I, I'm pretty sure that statistically those are in line with being correct. So, and you'd have to believe it. You'd have to see it to believe it or believe that I wrote, I wrote that during that process. But anyway, I wanted to let people know the difference between just simple player eval and roster engineering when it comes to the Tennessee Titans. Thanks for tuning in. What I believe to be the 21st episode. Haven't done it in a while. Um, tighten up. Be blessed. Thank God every day. Thank you.